BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you hold your nose, you can't taste it. The fuck machine is revved up. She showed me the semen on the bed sheets. 90% of them were running train on Caitlin. Spit roast. I hope he picked me because I would leave you for him. Yeah. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, episode 71. I am your host, Brian Beckner. Thank you for joining us. As always, thank you for being part of the process. If you would like to reach out to us, as always, you can email at mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You can also leave us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. As always, I recommend you subscribe to the show on iTunes, rate the show, leave a comment, do everything that you can do there. And as well, like our Facebook page. Be involved in the commentary there. A lot more happening than just on the podcast. And the place to find a lot of that is at our Facebook page, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. Um, joining me now, as always, co-host of the program, Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, my friend? I'm feeling a little pressure right now. Uh, me, because me. I realize I'm carrying the under 40 demographic all by myself now on this show. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you're getting at there. That's, that's confusing just, me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just, uh, I don't know. Look, look around. You might find some information about uh, that's one. as of this recording, I am celebrating a birthday. I, that's Ed's way of mentioning that I am <laughs> 40 years old. I'm happy to admit that four zero years old. I will also take this podcast off the internet Five minutes after it goes up, so there will be no record of this. I, I got two thing, two re- big recommendations. One, if anybody has missed or uh, the Norm Macdonald stand-up set on Letterman, maybe Friday, just Google it or YouTube. It is awesome. It is a great set. Like it's vintage Norm Macdonald. Terrific. It, it, it is awesome. It's it's, it's a poignant. little sentimental. It yeah. is it. Norm is the best. And Norm but when he's talking the, about Germany, it was fantastic. Yeah. It was yeah. a really good set. He's so good, so funny. He just does not give a fuck. He's always been my favorite comic, and, and I love him. So, yeah, I, I second that. What else, Ed? And the movie Mad Max. Oh, stop it. I didn't get to see it. It, 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 it is just – it's two hours. It's a, it's, it stops at two hours. It's not like it's bloated 240 right. or something. It's two hours of just – nonstop action and it's badass and the the one thing that i don't get is all the buzz about 
the feminist movie or it was just right. it was just action like it, but, it wasn't there's like a, there's a female hero right yeah but it was like Charmaine's. you know but like they were you know max was the hero too like you, right and if you tom hardy very dreamy if for sure um yeah. but if you if you replaced all her lines like you just gave that role to a, a man right it wouldn't have changed anything now like i mean i guess in some way point. that's but but i'm saying like the people that are like, there's such buzz, like, oh, this is a feminist movie. Like, this is just an action movie. And like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's weird that we're focused on that. That means we sure. really haven't moved past it. Like, yes. it's kind of like as big of a douche as he was. The good thing about Russell Wilson winning a Super Bowl was like, they stopped talking about whether a black quarterback, like, it, that wasn't that wasn't the same as when Doug Williams won it. Like, it, right. it's not part of the discussion. The fact that it is, it's kind of still odd to me. Like, do people really give a shit if a woman's in an action role? Like, there have been plenty at this point. Um, right. Well, I guess, uh, I guess, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't look at it from that perspective. I don't. I yeah. Like, I mean, it's a good, it's a good thing that, but like, I, I guess she's it a is badass, cool. but, like, it, it just it doesn't is matter. It is kind of cool. I haven't seen the movie, but it is kind of cool that they get, they gave, like you said, what could have been a man's role to a woman, and it kind of right. makes the dynamic a little bit different. Um, so, yeah, that's a good thing. I don't, you know. It's a badass um, movie, though. It's just, yeah, it's can't. fun. There's not, like, they're not dragging you down with backstory. It's just, you know, you start, and people are taken off, and they keep going for two I hours. I don't know when I'm going to get to see it, especially now that Pitch Perfect 2 is out. Like, I'm I, also going to have to see that. That's like a singing movie, right? Yeah, it is. It's acapella. Because it's, my buddy told me, he texted yeah. me and said, the singing movie beat beat Mad Max this week. Did weekend, it really? Which, which I, I was shocked. Like, I didn't, I mean, I don't, I really, that's not part of my universe in any way, no. shape, or form. And It's because you don't have daughters. But it's mind-blowing that that yes. could beat Mad Max. Like, I this know, is, that's crazy. I mean, this is a fucking just beast of a movie. I know, I can't wait to see it. Uh, can I take my nine-year-old? No. I would think it would be a little heavy. It's I, a little I, much. It's, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's just... I, I mean, my dad showed me Mad Max and The Road Warrior when I was like nine. Right. I feel like there's just... the, the it's Times have changed. Times have changed to the point where, like, there just wasn't programming. There, like, right. There's nothing else to look at. Yeah, like, I... I, I my son... I, I was showing him just Star Wars... My, you know, my my uh, five year old son. Yes. And I was like, I definitely watched this when I was like four or five. But like, yeah. there's like death and stuff that like now right. kids have. There's four year old programming. There's three year old programming. There's six year old programming. Like, there's so much stuff that like you don't have to you skip have to, to the the adult stuff. And uh, Mad Max might be a little too much right. for an, let let them be kids. Yeah. Uh, okay, Ed. This week, uh, voicemail. No voicemails this week. Well, actually, we did get. We got no usable voicemails. Right. Reed in Houston is one that I recall, and he really, he's really happy that the Rockets won and beat the Clippers, and I'm happy for him. Uh, so I don't know. Voice, voicemailers, you know who you are. Step it up. 949-464-TBLS. And give us – remember, keep it brief. Another hint. Here's, here's the ways to do it. Make it short. Yeah. And don't try to be funny. Right, if the, if the incident is funny, but, like, you don't have to be funny. Right, you could tell us about something that happened that's funny, I bet if you do it very quickly. Like, Ed and I, you listen to us, and we, we're, we're not trying to be funny. We just are. We are funny. This is, we're, we're, we're not trying to be funny. You guys call and you try to be funny. Don't do that, because it doesn't work. Uh, we do have some emails, and what, this one stuck out at me because Ed... It's from one of our fans, mm-hmm. and one of our fans – well, I know we have a few. We've had emails before. 
One of our fans is a woman. Oh. Yeah. Hey, guys. Good job, us. Right, I know. I'm headed to Vegas on a trip I won from some sports radio station that my boyfriend listens to. I wanted to listen to you guys while going to the airport. It's Thursday morning, and hearing you guys is part of my usual routine. I love that. That's because it comes out Thursday morning. She listens to it when it comes out. Well, let me tell you. We're part of a routine. Exactly. We're we're part of her life. We are... She and us, we, we've got a thing going on together. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you how shocked I was to learn that he is not hashtag current episode. He was the one who got me hooked on the Friday Facts and your podcast. I have listened to every episode of The Baller Lifestyle and now see Thursdays as my favorite day. <laughs> I find myself having to wait for, for the flight to put my headphones in. Keep up the good work, guys. You're the best. Aaron... From Connecticut. Well, Aaron. You are a delight, Aaron. You are. You're absolutely a delight. Uh, Yeah, Aaron from Connecticut. I don't know. You need to, first of all, you need to be master of your domain and whip that boyfriend of yours into line. Do do you agree with me, Ed? (laughs) Uh, Well, if we worried about spouses or significant others being on Team Current episode, my relationship would be on the rocks because I think Michelle last listened to us. I don't know, a long time ago, like nine episodes ago. That's funny you bring that up because I mentioned something that happened maybe like five or six episodes ago today over breakfast to my bae, my significant other. And she said, well, I don't know that. I'm not team current episode. And I'm like, (laughs) well, that was like five or six episodes ago and you're on the show. Like you're going to be appearing here in like 20 minutes. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, Aaron, good job. We appreciate your listenership. We're stoked to be part of your Thursdays. Spread the word yeah, with that boyfriend in shape or just break up with him. But what one thing everybody, you know, I'm, I'm happy when people are current episode, but what would be even cooler is if they were team, I've reviewed it on uh, iTunes and gave, given you five stars. That's exactly, yeah. Be team current episode. Because that, that actually helps. People will search like highly rated podcasts. That's true. So the more you get, the better it is for us. That's absolutely true. And email your friends and talk us up and do all that stuff. We appreciate it. Um, from our, we, we go from our first not our first, but our one of our female listeners, which we're very happy about, to a guy that shit his pants. Hey oh. guys, Adam in Sugarland. I wanted to share a story with you guys about a subject matter y'all have touched on occasionally. I love people in Texas that he actually typed out y'all. With the apostrophe? Yes. Yes. Y apostrophe A L L. Have touched on occasionally. Listening to your personal stories, I have always had the mentality of that could never happen to me. What, this is like Penthouse Forum here. But on <laughs> April 21st, year of our Lord 2015, after years of close calls, I full on pooped my pants one mile from my house while stuck at a railroad crossing. Oh, that's, that's oh, like, no. like that is like a perfect storm. You're a mile from home. You got to go. And there's, there's no getting home. past it. Yes, there's, there's, no, there's no way around it. And if it was one of those freight trains... That fucker moves slow. And Uh, there's like 400 cars. Yes, so many cars. My wife and I were sitting at a local eatery when she said, let's go home and spend some time together before we pick up our daughter from daycare. I I think that means he was going to get laid. I immediately ran to my truck, only stopping to throw out what was left of my curry brisket sandwich. I hope he was running home to brush his teeth first. (laughs) Of course. My wife got in her car and we were off. Within two minutes, it hit me and I immediately freaked. I saw the train lights flashing ahead of me. I felt defeated. I made one last ditch effort 
and lasted about another minute before my underwear began slowly filling with soft serve. Wow. Oh. It was just, it was the curve. Code it Brown. Was, Code it, Brown. Yeah. Code Brown. It was just as quick as it started. The next 10 minutes, oh, 10 minutes were spent driving through two school zones, leaned over my center console as if I were perched on George Costanza's wallet. I called my wife and told her the news. Huge mistake. Wait, she what? Made it, she Why made is it, he telling? I know. She made it clear that we would not be spending time together today or in the foreseeable future. You never, you want to keep your bathroom stuff like to yourself. That's some life coaching there. Just, it's not, not because, not that we all know. I know relationships where people are freely sharing that information. I mean, I've been with Michelle, I think 19 years now. Yeah. Yeah. And I still, I have no desire to intermingle that part of our relationship. Of course not. You shouldn't. I, I know some friends that remodeled their house where the toilet is just in full view of the shower. Like I don't, these well, people I don't, are maniacs. We use separate toilets. Of course. Yeah. To make matters worse, my 12-year-old brother-in-law and his stupid-ass friends were sitting in my driveway when I got home. I like that this guy has a child brother-in-law. I'm the, that's more interesting than anything he's said so far. Yeah. I, I panicked stuck my head out the window and yelled at all of them for being there while no one was at home before I waddled in my house to do some damage control. No article of my clothing on my lower half was salvageable. Oh. Adam and Sugarland. Well, I mean, he should have probably had that 12-year-old hose him off. He should have just stripped down right there and like like he was going into jail, stripped down right there in the front Deal yard and, and had the 12-year-old brother-in-law hose him off. Ed, w- We've all been in this situation. I've I've told stories on this show. Sure, yeah, uh, I have too. Yeah, yeah. Anything, anything well, you'd like to add to this? Well, I had a yeah, uh, I had a customer who told me that he got stuck. This was after a uh, a business dinner. I, I took him out and we went for steaks. And on the way home, he had a code brown, but he was yeah. stuck in traffic on like the Tappan Zee Bridge, oh. and he said he had a pizza box and he in the car and he shit in the pizza box because he was just in standstill traffic. I will say this. I, and I'm embarrassed to admit it. I used to, when I was in college, one of my jobs was like as the mail boy for this like catalog company. Mm -hmm. And I would have to like go, they'd have all these catalogs and storage and I'd have to run them to and from the storage thing. Like I was in charge of that. And there was, there was a time I was in there and you know how it's like you're in the bookstore yeah, like looking yeah. for stuff, and it was like all of a sudden it hit me, and there was no. This is just like a storage unit. There was nowhere to go. There was nowhere to run, and I, I had to make use of a box myself. I'm not. I'm not. Thankfully, Bay is not team current episode. I do. <laughs> I, a buddy of mine has a story where he was looking for a new car stereo. Like he's got a new car, and this is back he, when you'd go to. He's the, looking for a Blaupunkt. Yeah, you go go to the stereo, and you pick yourself out a sick Alpine or Kenwood to load up your new car. And he was like, "Ooh!" He was at Circuit City, and he's like, "Oh, oh!" Something hit him, and he wasn't far from home, so he raced home. And I really, this story is so good. I wish you were here to tell it because, and I also wish this happened to me because it's such a good story. He raced home, barely made it, like barely ran in the door, ran in the bathroom, and he's like. Yes, I made it. And he flips up the bowl. And as he sits down, he, he lets loose. And he's like, oh, made it. And only to realize that when he had flung the seat up, the, the seat and lid had both come crashing down under him. And when he oh, released, That must have been disgusting. When he released everything that was inside of him, he wasn't releasing it into the bowl. He was releasing it onto oh, the top of the God. lid of the tank. You know – 
That's a great uh, it's story. Just, just, yeah, it is. And when you you were saying as you're presenting your your friend's story, and it's he was close to home, and he figured he'd just make it home. Like when you have a code brown or just you know just any bathroom emergency, you let it go right there. I felt like I feel like you know the age is wisdom thing. Nothing is more. Uh, no more wisdom has been acquired than knowing that just take care of it when you need to take care of it because you never know if there's traffic or you're fumbling with your keys. Like you, you just need to take care of it. Yeah, it's it's. Like, I'm not a fan of public restrooms, yeah. but it's better than what happened to your buddy. It's like train spotting. It's he he. It's the worst yeah. bathroom. It's the worst loo in all of Britain. But it didn't matter. He you had just to go. You got to hover. You got to Yeah, you got to go. Uh, okay. Uh, excellent job by the emailers. Again, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Send us your stories. Tell us about how you're a lady and your your team current episode and your boyfriend's not. Or, hey, maybe you shit yourself and, and you need someone to know about that. We're happy to listen. Uh, okay, Ed, special guest joining us this week. Let's get to him right now. Joining us now, special guest. You've heard him on the show before. You probably know him from his radio work. You may know him from his many beefs on YouTube. If you don't, if you haven't seen those, you need to. You may know him from his appearances in many a Lifetime movie with with the likes of co-starring with the likes of Lou Diamond Phillips, Meadow Soprano, among others. Gershon. Oh, my personal favorite. Uh, he, he's been a guest here many times. He is our favorite guest. His name is Jason Stewart. He joins us now. How are you doing, Jason? Hey, hey Jason. guys. It's great to be back. Hi, Ed Daly. Uh, always appreciate the support on Twitter and Facebook from Ed. He's a very supportive <laughs> guy. Very, very, very rah-rah kind of guy, I've noticed. <laughs> He really he he is a guy you want to have in your corner. That is absolutely true. That is the Ed Daly I know that we all know and love. If, if um, Brian is the over liker, I mean, I think I accused Brian once of liking a friendship acceptance on Facebook, and I think Ed, Ed is the opposite of that. He's the right. opposite Ed, of whatever. Abs- an absence makes absence makes the heart grow fonder. In my defense, it was you liked a friendship because it, the two you were you were becoming friends with someone that I was also friends with. Very that, gay, that, yes. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the gayest thing Also, like anybody, like people in social media that, that I know IRL in real life, mm-hmm. uh, and if I, if I see pretty much anything they do online, I'll always like it. So yeah, if I we, know you in real life, if you're, real, if you're actually a friend of mine, I'll always like your pictures, I'll always like your tweets, because I feel like uh, you're, you're a friend. That's what yeah. I do. That's what friends do for each other. I'm a good guy. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty crummy at Twitter lately, but yeah, but too. overall, yeah, I I like. Trust me, I don't. The the only pictures I refuse to like are anything with Brian's feet in them. Oh, there's a good one up there right now. So you, so you save all your social networking and energy for Grinder. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Ed grinds it out on Grinder. Okay, let's get. This is a sports talk show. We need to talk some sports. We let's have Jason Stewart joining us to do just that. Ed Daly always brings us a sports topic. Ed, let's talk some sports. The Discovery Network tweeted the other day with a little factoid about emperor penguins with a link to their website. The tweet was, on average, emperor penguins grow to be 3 feet 8 inches tall. 
The social media manager for the Pittsburgh Penguins quickly replied, as of May 13th, 2015, the average Pittsburgh Penguin grows to be six foot one. <laughs> then he presu- presumably high-fived himself. The Discovery Network Twitter account did not let the corny joke slide and came back with the following tweet. Strange. Our latest observations show no penguin activity currently on ice in Pittsburgh. Where did they go? Uh, Brian and Jason, what is more embarrassing, getting owned by the Discovery Network or getting caught masturbating by your mom? Um, excellent question. I would have to say the the Discovery Channel. I didn't. Here's the th- what I know about the Discovery Channel. Shark it's ex- Week, right? It's exclude. There's two things that it shows. Uh, some kind of ripoff show of Survivor with a twist that the people are naked. Oh, that's the channel for that. I that's know. on Discovery. And then the other thing is Shark Week, which I which is either every other week or it's only once a year. I'm not sure. <laughs> I feel but like it's uh, somebody is always talking about Shark Week. They get a lot of mileage out of Shark Week, and Shark Week is like pretty disappointing every is, time I've turned it on. It's a lot of reenactments. Yeah, is there is there a lot of new footage? I mean, no. I remember watching no. in eighth grade and then like catching it again in college, and it seemed like the same stuff. Sharks still scary as fuck. End of Shark Week. Uh, Jason Stewart, your thoughts? You know, I, I think I would definitely rather get dissed by Discovery, but I do have a story about getting caught by my mother. And the, the short version is this. I was, like, downstairs watching TV, and she came down with uh, a, my sheets, my bed sheets, and she showed oh, me wow. she showed oh, no. me the semen on the bed sheets. And shame. she was kind of beside Poor herself. Shame, and she Jason. said, Jason, I can't believe this. She said... If you need to blow your nose, there's a Kleenex box right next to the bed stand. <laughs> uh, God, um, God bless her soul, Joyce Stewart, as innocent as they come, and that story pretty much reflects it. But uh, back, Very naive. Kind of back to the story in that I think Discovery, whoever the social networking guy, missed a golden opportunity here. Um, okay. I, I can't stand hockey. So at that point, wow. once I see that corny joke, that's given me a lot of room and an opportunity to say something much more, uh, uh, you know, much, much worse. And I would have been like, does hockey still exist? Question mark. That would have been the ultimate Trump card. Um, it was, it was wow. a good kind of, it was, it was a nice zinger, but there's a golden opportunity to dismiss the sport completely. I feel like they really did zing them. Uh, and, and what are the odds that the that whoever's tweeting for the Discovery Channel, whichever intern or PR agency rookie or whoever's in charge of that, is actually familiar at all with the game of the sport of hockey and would know or would be be wary enough to do the research to find out that the Penguins were out of the playoffs? Because I'll, I'll be honest, I, I count myself as a hockey fan. I support the two-time Stanley Cup champion LA Kings, obviously. Um, but it's they're not in the playoffs. So I, I was shocked to learn that the Penguins were out of the playoffs. Well, my Rangers uh, eliminated them. But I, I, I used to intern in Bethesda, Maryland, and I believe the Discovery Channel was like right around there. So they're probably Washington Capitals fans, and they were also eliminated by my Rangers. Wow, go Rangers. Uh, and also, okay, Penguins, cutest animal? Can we? I mean, is there is there an animal cuter than than the penguins? Anybody want to weigh in on this platypus, I mean, otter? Nah, what are your thoughts? Penguin, oh. Although there are some really ugly penguins, I remember one time like going somewhere and thinking I was going to see penguins, and there are all these ugly gray things. But yeah, like the 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 traditional, like yeah, the traditional emperor penguin, yeah, 
My, I mean, beautiful. The baby one? Oh, come on. I think I they're cute. Even. I definitely think they're cute. My only complaint is that I just wish in the last 10 years there were more movies made about penguins. <laughs> right, right. You, you're saying they're a victim of their own cuteness. They, they, we're oversaturated. I would saturate it with cutest, penguin cuteness. The cutest animal is probably when Bugs Bunny wore a dress. That would probably <laughs> be because he had huge tits whenever yeah. he put on a dress for some reason. That was great. Very inappropriate back then, those yeah. Looney Tunes cartoons back then. Okay, Ed, what else is going on in the world of sports? We are the sports show of record. We have Jason Stewart joining us to weigh in on all things that are happening in sports. Tell us what else is going on. After blowing a 3-1 series lead to the Rockets, Clippers coach and president of basketball operations, Doc Rivers, had the following to say to a USA Today reporter. I want to fix it. I want to win. That's why I came here. I knew when I came here that roster-wise, it was going to be very difficult. The first thing I did before I took this job, I looked at the roster and we laughed. I was like, what the fuck can we do with this? Uh, Brian and Jason, considering that the Clippers have a Hall of Fame point guard in his prime, a five-time All-Star and three-time second-team All-NBA power forward in his prime, the best defensive big man in the league in DeAndre Jordan, one of the best six men in the league in Jamal Crawford, and one of the best three-point shooters in the game in J.J. Redick, who deserves to be fired, Doc the Coach or Doc the GM? Um, Okay, excellent question. First of all, I need to know, where did Doc Rivers get his Ph.D.? Or his MD? What is, <laughs> what is it? What is it? What exactly is he a doctor of? Do- doctor of Marquette. <laughs> what What I love here is that he's tr- he's in trouble. Well, you know what? To- I, I I can respect him going as Doc Rivers because his real name is Glenn. Glenn, Glenn with the two only ends. the the only Glenn I know of right now is the creepy kid from Mad Men. Glenn from Mad Men. Yeah, no, Glenn's a lot like Ed. Like no one, no kid will ever be named that. No, again. no. Uh, he, I like that he's trying to deflect blame, but in doing so, he demonstrates that he is clearly to blame in the situation where he's like, we can't, we didn't win because these players are shit. And oh, by the way, I'm in charge of getting the players around here. You, it's funny yeah. to me that he's deflected blame right back to himself. Jason, your thoughts. I need to salvage the name Glenn here. Um, the cool Asian guy from Walking Dead is a Glenn. <laughs> and and I did run into him at a coffee shop in Burbank a few weeks ago, uh, which even gave him more credence. So yeah, it was a, so Glenn, that kind of salvages oh. the name a little bit. Hang did on, you? hang on. I, I think with Asians, you have to rule out the name thing because there are also a, a disproportionate amount of Eds that are Asian too. Is that, is that true? <laughs> yeah. I feel like the only Eds I've met that are outside of 70-year-old mechanics are like young Asian boys. Glenn and um, Jason, way to way to drop a name there. You you didn't yeah. actually you didn't go up to him. Did you maybe give him a headshot for your burgeoning acting career? I had, maybe, maybe get yourself a stint as, as a zombie. I'm a big fan of the show, so I had to say something. And this is this was my move. I said, "Hey man, do you know the wireless passcode?" And he said, uh, "No. In fact, I'm looking for it." And I said, "Well, if you're in, I think if you're in a hit movie or in a hit TV show." You get free wireless wherever you go, right? And then he gave me a wink. He didn't want to be discovered. I wanted him to know that I knew who he was, and he, you know, I wanted that little communication. Then I just let him be very passive, you know, subtle. I can't be the only one getting douche chills right now. I'm (laughs) I'm, I'm overcome. I just put on a, a sweater. So awkward. So awkward. The answer to the um, question is Doc Rivers, the GM, needs to be fired. I mean, that's, I think it, this is what, yes. one of the easiest questions uh, I've gotten on this podcast. And that um, as a coach, I think Doc is, 
he relates to the stars, and he's a decent X's and O's guy, I think, and he's won an NBA championship. It's hard to deny that. But he has uh, made some questionable moves with this team. Bringing in his son uh, left him open to a lot of questions. But just in That's general, true. that the, the bench was the reason, I think, uh, at the end of the day, they lost that last series of the Rockets, and it's all his fault because he had plenty of chances to add to that. Well, and he did – he yes. made – like, to, to bring in – a guy like Reddick, I think he did like one of these trades where he he traded depth to get Reddick. Right, he was the one who made that trade. Correct. Is it, did they give up Eric Bledsoe to get Reddick? Yeah, Bledsoe and a couple other guys. Though. Yeah, bad move. Bad move. Uh, I don't. I'll tell you this. Here's what I think about Doc Rivers. Very sweaty when he coaches. He needs as many towels. He needs a, a towel boy just to sop up all the sweat. He delivers also his eyes very, very far apart. Some of the most far apart eyes in the league. Uh, that's my analysis of Doc. When he and his wife had, had the had Austin, uh, you know that Doc was thinking, "Man, I hope he doesn't get my eyes." And all and as you would <laughs> as you would see, Austin got his eyes. As as a man with close together eyes and children, I can say that absolutely is true because I wanted – when I had children, I wanted nothing more than to breed out whatever is in me, whatever genetic mutation sure. I have. I wanted that to go away. So I, I guarantee you that Glenn was looking out for his boy in this way, although not really looking out for him and giving him the name Austin. <laughs> like not like not a real tough usually guy's name. somebody you want to punch in the face right yeah yeah pretty much always uh okay excellent sports topics as always ed i want to talk about sexting uh, this week we learned that missouri house speaker john deal resigned the day after a report surfaced that he had exchanged sexually charged messages with a 19-year-old intern in his office. Um, in one ex- exchange, it, it went like this. Deal texted the intern, quote, laying in bed, looking at your pick. Wow, be, that's, think, that's a creepy intro. I think it should be lying, by the way. Um, the intern responds, mmm. Why can't I be there? Happy face emoji. Oh, he did a happy face emoji too. I screwed that part up. He responded, I was thinking about what you said you wear to bed. So gross. The intern responded, nothing with a winking face emoji. So uh, she's kind of ramping it up. Oh, she hell is, yes. but he's, he's, he, she's definitely ramping it up, but he is sounding very creepy, all of his lines. And he, and, take a look and, at him. He looks and, like the type of guy that, is the politician as if it hard. weren't a cre- creepy enough when she responded nothing that she wore nothing to bed with a winking face emoji he replied quote same mm, no. nobody Does, nobody wants to that, think that of that guy's me. leaving bacon strips on the sheets yes <laughs> naked <laughs> oh, no. a naked state senator oh is that so the intern responded I will find out soon enough. She is really ramping up the sex talk here. He, to which Deal responded, yeah, think emoji with winking face and tongue sticking out. I believe, I believe he's talking about cunning linguists right here. I think, I think he's talking about performing oral sex on her. To which she responded, I hope so. It goes on. It doesn't get very sexy. Guys, what was this guy's biggest mistake? Thinking that a college freshman would be interested in a 49-year-old state senator with a comb-over sexually? <laughs> or thinking he 
could get the youngster attracted with a combination of emojis and mental images of his pasty, doughy, Midwestern body climbing into the sack nude. Add your thoughts. Well, (laughs) my first thought is, yeah, he is exactly as you described. He's gross. And she should... She should have – yes, he's taking heat, and he, he should, and I, I guess he was forced out, which I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about a guy who's just trying to cheat on his wife, but uh, I'm getting forced out of office. But my issue really is what's in it for her? It's, 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 it's not like – like Lewinsky, that was with the president of the United States – this guy could, like, maybe get a good mezzanine seats at a Bush stadium. <laughs> right. Like, right. like, it's not like this guy has, like, real clout and he's super powerful so you can look past his doughy comb over. Like, he's he's just a <laughs> schlubby guy. Like, wh- what's in it for her? Yeah, he's he's a small-town pilot. A politician. Uh, this this girl was not very strategic in her sexting. She obviously wanted something, but she had picked a bad target. Jason Stewart, your thoughts? Okay. Well, first of all, I've I, that the, the opening line, laying in bed, looking at your pick. I you I use it multiple times a week with women I meet on Tinder, and I mean, if not daily, that, that's a that's a, that's a great line to start it. You're basically announcing. I'm ready to get off, and the, I hope the, you're ready the to. The fuck machine is ripped up. Yeah, and so basically, you know that that line. I respect him. That's that's the way you want to go. The the difference between this guy and me is that I'm not in a place of power, and I'm not right. doing this with 19 year olds. So yeah. I, I think that obviously you also don't have a comb over either. Yeah, it's yeah, obviously disgraceful, not. and 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 don't get don't miss uh, misinterpret what I'm saying. This is this is a wrong thing to do. But I will give him credit for the opening line. That's a way of kind of throwing it out there to, to test the waters, and she obviously grabbed it and ran. She's DTF right now, which is kind of oh, a, for sure. a she, young, she definitely is. Yeah, no it, question. It, it, that's a young person's term, by the way, for the older listeners for down to fuck. I, I learned that within the last 12 months. Um, uh, excellent. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. But, and, and I will say this too. <laughs> it's um, like an urban dictionary on here. I, I personally – I don't send – naked pictures of myself i don't describe myself i find myself very unattractive and unflattering so him going to that was his mistake in this trying to paint a picture of himself with her is was if he was going to lose her it was going to be there you just got to stay on her and her youth and her her body and let her take it from there so i think that's where he's gone wrong here as uh, jason excellent analysis with your deep Deep, deep background in sexting. I, I, I would agree that which the way to do it is to kind of like tell her things about her. Right. Like I like the way you. I like it when you wore that. You look really good. But don't you don't ever want to conjure yeah. in the mind of anyone <laughs> a picture of yourself naked in because bed clearly or his, anywhere else. Because clearly his looks aren't what is getting her right. turned on. That's right. true. Yeah, he right. should say you. You should come with me to meet some dignitaries, or right. stop by my office, or you know, yeah. when, when I'm going to I'm going to one of those things this week where I get the big right. scissors and I'm going to get. I was just going to say he's op- he's opening like a Jiffy Lube with the big scissors. <laughs> yes, I got, I'm going to have the big scissors. I'm going to cut <laughs> some ribbon with the big scissors, and there's going to be a picture of me in the newspaper or. Uh, 
or I'm going to go to one of those things where a whole bunch of us have those golden shovels where they've spray painted some shovels and we're going to scoop up some dirt and people are going to take pictures of it. Like that's where she's going to want to get on it because he's going to be like, yeah, look at me. I'm swinging around a golden shovel and it's kind of phallic, right? Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a big time power player in Missouri. And you know, it's a great part of the, the end of the story. He he was forced to step down and then he had that quote that so many politicians have where he says uh, something, something to the extent that he's going to step down and work hard at regaining trust. That's right. Like what? What? Yeah. What is working? It's not like you can shovel. You can't working yes. hard at regaining trust. Like, does he just wear a sign around his neck? Like, it's been 19 days since my last accident. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. What, what can you do? Like, no, I have hey, not sexted in a while. I'm working hard at not fucking somebody I'm not supposed to fuck. I love that. That's so good. Uh, okay, guys. <clears throat> this week. The CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, has come out with a new paper, like a white paper, Mm. listing the most distinct causes of death for every state in the United States. Now, these aren't the most common causes of death because thanks to McDonald's, Philip Morris, and Coca-Cola, cancer and heart disease have the top spots locked down from now till forever. This paper just lists... Uh, quote, the cause of death in each state that stands out most relative to its national average. For instance, in Ed's home state of New Jersey, something called septicemia, which is like um, a blood, blood infection. Yeah, blood infection. Is the most distinct cause of death because the most people died of septicemia in New Jersey relative to the national average of people who die from that. I think – did I make myself clear, guys? Do you understand? Yeah, kind of. But I, 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 I've never – I, I've never heard of anyone like a blood infection. Is yeah. that yeah, a bunch of and people. it's it like twenty thousand people died in New Jersey. Yeah, of septicemia. Uh, okay, so I'm uh, you guys want to do a little quiz? Yeah, let's do okay. It. Which state lists syphilis as the most distinct cause of death? Is it A. California, B. Florida, C. Louisiana, or D. Maryland. Uh, Jason Stewart, we'll start with you. I mean, the one that just that just shouts at you is New Orleans, Louisiana, right? I mean, there, there's some real nasty stuff going on down there. And you'd think that even the hangover from, uh, what is it, Katrina, uh, you just have a lot of that still in the plumbing. I think just just drinking tap water gets you syphilis down there, doesn't it? Wow, wow. Excellent analysis, Jason Stewart. Uh, Ed Daly, your thoughts? I tend to agree. If if it's anywhere else, it's Florida, right? Because there are enough pockets of Florida where where dirty shit has happened. Oh, but yeah. I kind of I kind of agree. I'm going to go with Jason on this one. I think okay, Louisiana. You, you both got say it. C. Louisiana, guys. Say thanks to Thomas Jefferson for swindling Nap Bonaparte out of this one because with a whopping 22 deaths, it's Louisiana syphilis is the <laughs> wow. most distinct. Cause of death in the great state of Louisiana. Okay, you guys want to do another one? That's a Let's bad go. way to go, right? Syphilis. I, yeah, I, it's, I, and I'm pretty sure it's curable. Yeah, yes. like you don't want to get it, but if you get it, they just give you a shot or something that, it goes away. That's what Al Capone died of, right? Right, but that was in the 30s. Like right. now, yeah. people don't die of it. No. Okay, here we go. Which state prides itself upon killing its residents with a sexy-sounding quote? inflammatory diseases of female pelvic organs <laughs> is it a Ver- vermont b new hampshire c new york or d 
Minnesota. I mean, these are there's some boring states you listed. Except I would I would have to think New York, right? Because there's activity in New York City. But I mean, does anything happen in in New Hampshire or or Vermont? I don't know which one points up and which points down between Vermont and New Hampshire. I'll be honest. Uh, Okay, so that's your answer, Ed. C New York. I'm going to say New York. Jason Stewart, is it A, Vermont, B, New Hampshire, C, New York, or D, Minnesota that leads the nation in deaths by inflammatory diseases of female pelvic organs? And I, you know, I'm not, I don't have a medical background, but I, I just think that it sounds like just a, a petri dish of STDs uh, attacking these women, and it has to be New York City, right? I mean, that's, that, that's, that city has to lead the world in STDs. You know what? I'm going to change my answer. Prince lives in Minnesota. That's I'm going true. to go. I'm going to go Minnesota. That's true. Prince fucks a lot of chicks. <laughs> yeah, he does. D. Ed says D. Minnesota. Jason, your answer is C. New York. Yes. With a staggering 97 deaths, probably evenly split between Buffalo and Staten Island. <laughs> Give me your tired, weak, and pelvically inflamed Damn. masses. It is the state of New York. Your first guess is always the best guess. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I just started that's, thinking that's about what they say Prince. about Jeopardy. Yeah. I will say that Lake Minnetonka, is that what it's called? That probably has a few uh HPV sure. cells in there. What was the name of the chick that, that got naked in Apollonia, there? my god. Apollonia, Apollonia, right? Wow. Bodies of water, Prince. Excellent analysis. Okay. And we'll do one more because everyone wants to know. The question is definitely begged. What is the most distinct killer in the wildest and least segment of the country of course i am talking about florida is it a other nutritional deficiencies mm. b human immunodeficiency virus bingo c accidental discharge of firearms or d hyperplasia of the prostate I, i'm going b on that one uh, Ed, I would I would say that the firearm would be Texas. Ed da- Ed Daly's going to go with B HIV human immunodeficiency virus. Jason Stewart, what are your thoughts? I'll give them to you again. Is it A other nutritional deficiencies, basically malnourishment? B HIV. C accidental discharge of firearms or D hyperplasia of the prostate. Jason, what say you? I mean, I, I do tend to go with what Ed said, but I, I will say this. I don't know if anyone outside of the continent of Africa has died of HIV since 1990. So That's a great point. That's I, a great point. I, I, just because it's sexier, I need to go with the fact that they're all eating just fast food and disgusting <laughs> nutritional stuff, and these obese kids are dying because of it. That's the sexiest topic. I I love your your logic there, Jason. I totally agree with you. But unfortunately, look out sub-Saharan Africa because with 15,563 <laughs> oh, deaths really? attributed to the AIDS, the Holy Sunshine shit. State is making a hard push to take the title of HIV Central. Wow. Can- Shocking. No, I didn't, I didn't even realize AIDS still existed on this con- continent. It turns out it does, but only in Florida. I think Bono, you- Bono needs to now go to, to Florida and try to save that right. country. He should just stand on the, on the ball at Epcot and perform for That's them. Right. <laughs> right. 
Excellent. Um, can you can you just because you're talking about malnourishment, I'm gonna guess. Can you can you look at a specific state? Can you look at Hawaii? Because I feel like all the spam and poi people, like the natives eat there. I exactly gonna, what it is, right? I don't even need to look because I saw it already. You're absolutely right. Yes! Other nutritional deficiencies, Hawaii. Yes! Uh, that, is, that is the main, the most distinct killer of Hawaiians, in fact. They wow. are not eating healthy Be- down there. Because, you know, the healthy people in Hawaii are the people visiting. Right, that's true. The, the tourists, uh, that's absolutely <laughs> true. Uh, how about, we were talking about Minnesota. Other and unspecified acute lower respiratory infections. Do you think that has anything to do with the Prince factor? Do you think I'm going to blame Prince for that as well. Yeah, yeah. Prince, Prince might have done or or Lake Minnetonka. Uh, okay, uh, excellent job, guys. I appreciate the analysis. That's 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 a good um, little game that we just played. You guys tied, which you should you should be happy about that. Uh, okay. We've talked sports. We've talked about what kills people in which places. We talked HIV in Florida. We've gotten all of it, but it, it's time. Last night, the Bachelorette fired up, and I, I'm not too happy about this because they, they're, they're doing it. They've they've taken two episodes to get us to where we need to go, and, and we're only through one so far. They're really stretching this out. And of course, this weekend we had the, the finale of Mad Men. Um, and that's on everybody's lips right now, and we want to discuss it here, but we can't do that alone. We got to bring on our own pop culture correspondent, our very own Fancy Sauce, here to discuss Fancy Pop. How you doing, Fancy? I'm good. Hey, Fancy. Guys. Say hi to Jason Stewart. Jason Stewart, who we just saw this weekend in person. Hey, Kate. Hey, Stu. J- nice to talk Jason, to you. I might have been a little bit drunk this weekend. I will admit that. We I was, did have I, some drinks. I was hanging out with Jay Stu, and I, I was talking about his appearance on an on a the, maybe the best dating show of all time, the best episode of the best dating show of all time, Blind Date. I was laughing my ass off. If you guys get a chance, find that on YouTube. Search Jason Stewart Blind Date on YouTube. I promise you will not be disappointed. Did you guys take that home, by the way? Did I I, I I put a message out to the group at the party to go home because it kind of works as an aphrodisiac. If you're yeah. watching it in bed with your wife, there's going to be some action. <laughs> for we you, watch so. it frequently. It abs- we so we things up. We, Kate I've and, seen it more than once. Yes, Kate and I incorporated into our lovemaking. Not not every time, but but more often than not, it you are there with us in <laughs> spirit. Um, okay, Kate. What is going on in the world of pop culture? What is going on in Fancy Pop? Well, we had the premiere of um, the season's Bachelorette, which was way too long. And they're choosing the girl, right? They're doing both. Yeah, so in a desperate bid for better ratings this season, ABC have decided to have... um, they couldn't decide. Apparently, they couldn't decide whether it was going to be Caitlyn or Britt, yes. which were both yes. were rejects yes. from this past season. Of the I Bachelor. saw, I saw The Bachelor, and I and 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 I watched a little bit last night. I'll, I'll be honest, I got a little bit tired. I didn't. I wasn't able to make it through the entire. Brian fell asleep. I wasn't able to make it through the entire Bachelorette. But I will say this: Caitlyn, much more fun. Britt, much hotter. She is the she's the more attractive of the two. But Caitlyn seem is is both cute. And cool. Here's the difference. Caitlin's more intelligent. Yes. So she is by default funnier. Right. And Brit, wait, hang on. Are any contestants more intelligent on the Bachelor, or are they just yeah, less they less are. dumb? This one, this one is for sure. <laughs> yes. She's smarter than. But Brit. I'm saying, is somebody? Can you call anyone who's on the show intelligent, or just less dumb? Um, there's degrees. 
Well, when you're when you're surrounded by morons as these two were last, so night. less dumb. Less yeah. dumb. Caitlin, Caitlin certainly seems like the most together. She seems She's cool. The sharpest. She seems for funny. Sure. Jason, your thoughts? Brit's, I Brit's think that, charming and pretty, and yes. just seems like she seems she, like a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. She I, seems a little nuts. I think that's a good way to put it. And Caitlin is just one of these. You want to hang out with her. You want to have a beer with her. I, I really do think she would be a great companion for life, and that it Agreed. would just be a great hang. Uh, Brit is like the model of high maintenance, and you're, with that hotness, you're going to get a world of a just a giant pain in the ass. And but a lot of guys ask for that stuff, so um, I think that's kind of the way I put it. Brit is is. Um, Distractingly hot. She's disarmingly hot. Don't don't get She's, me wrong, yes. but Caitlin, there, I do crazy. like her. I like her personality. Yeah. I would need to ask you, yes. Jason. What are you struck by Caitlin's like frame? Her tiny little doll sh- shoulders and doll arms. Yeah, there's so some, weird to me. There's something Please. about her look that's a, it's a little off putting. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's it's, a, her, it's her little tiny is she, upper is she, shoulder now, arm frame Jason, situation. Jason, Jason, like little doll. I'm not sure. I'm not romancing broads on Tinder like you. I'm I'm in a relation, right? Mm. It, and I'm not I'm not down with the lingo of the kids as you apparently are. Sure. Um, would would Caitlin be classified as what the kids are calling a spinner? I don't know what a spinner is. You don't. Oh, you don't know what a spinner. What's is? a spinner? I don't, I don't like know. a head I'll head spinner. With, I'll have to share it with you another time. Maybe, maybe like uh, put right. on a top and spinner. Come on, you share share. What, what is a spinner? Come on. A spinner is like no one is saying it's, that. It's like when you're when you're intercoursing her. And she's she, so little. You, you can, can spin her like a top. Spinner. Oh, okay. On your on your penis. Probably. So like, Spit roast. I'm yeah. So glad right. this has come up. Exactly. Anyway, so yeah, I feel like this is a desperate um, bid for ratings to get these two chicks on, right. bring all the guys out, and make them vote for which one they yes. want to be the Bachelorette. Agreed. Unfor- Here, here's my concern. Have we reached the terminus of Bachelordom based on, and I, and I base this on the fact that there is not a single contestant. I, I, can see any either of these chicks, <laughs> whichever one girls. it ends up being, Britt or Caitlin. Yeah. Every single one of these guys is a full on fucking it's tool. It's a lose lose <laughs> situation. And do we eat? Do should we should we start with the healer, the guy that calls we himself should, a healer? We should talk about the standouts. Okay. Of the twenty five. Okay, guys. I, I'll, I'll start. I because I fell asleep. Okay. I only. Rem- so you're talking about to- his name's Tony. Tony. First problem. Continue. <laughs> He is a he calls himself a healer. Right. He's from Missouri. Right. He also had an unidentifiable bruise under his eye. Yeah. He, his, he had he a had huge very shiner. Fucked up hair. Yes. Bad he hair. Looked like he, he hadn't showered, yes. and his hair was not just like a purposely unkempt look, like like homeless hair. The guy looked like shit, and he was he looked like shit. Insane. J- Jason Stewart, your thoughts on the? He healer? was kind of. Uh, I mean, maybe to to paint a picture for Ed, he was kind of like this granola hippie from the seventies or late sixties. And in that vein, he could have easily. You, you been, had me at healer. He could have easily been <laughs> one of one of Charles Manson's um, murders. Very I mean, much. I don't feel he like he strikes me as safe. a serial killer. He's and very I, serial killer. Were I were I a contestant, I would Squeaky not. From? I would not agree to sleep in a house with this psycho. Want to be alone with him? <laughs> yes. Who, who, I'd be like group dates only with Tommy. Exactly. Okay. Who were who? Way to rhyme. That is pretty good. Who uh, who 
Um, were the other standouts, Kate? Okay, so this guy JJ arrived, and um, he's a hockey player, so he takes a puck out of his pocket. And I don't know if you remember last um, season on The Bachelor, um, didn't somebody say to Chris, I want to... Oh, I want to plow your field or or something? I want you to plow my field. Wasn't that Caitlin? Yes, Yes. Caitlin said to Chris, that's right, sorry, I'm getting my story Good job, Jason. That she wanted to plow his field. No, she wanted her to plow him to him plow, to her, plow field. her field. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. JJ, the hockey play, player. That's a, that's a, a euphemism for sex. That, that's saying, a, I want you to fuck <laughs> me. I want you to have sex with me. Is that what that means? Yeah, okay. He takes a puck out of his pocket and tells Caitlin that he would love to puck her. Yes. Who doesn't love a pun? Like, this guy's, this guy's a, a, I'll tell you, he doesn't a leader. She <laughs> loved it. She loved that show, by the way. I hate puns. She's, I hate puns so much. Well, puns are stupid. Um, but Did she's Henny Youngman show up? Um, so yes, he would very, love to puck it was, her. It was very borscht belt. And, um, and credit for him uh, for extending. You know, what's the, what's the NBA term, the continuation after the foul? He goes over to Britt, and he, he, he keeps working the joke. He's like, if I had, I wish I had another puck because I'd like to puck you too. <laughs> he did the joke to both of them. Yeah. Also, what, a good way to get a broad to be into you is to to tell her you like her and then walk two feet to the next chick you see and tell her you like her just <laughs> yeah. as much. The craziest thing about the the arrival of the limos and the guys getting out, and the producers have obviously right. said, say hi to the girl that you like the most when yeah. you get out. Yeah. Okay. So they go over and say, I'm here for you. You're the reason I signed up. Yeah. Um, I'm in love with you. From what I can blah, tell, ninety percent of them were running train I on. Caitlin. Don't think that's a good game to play no. because what if the chick right. that you've and the other one can hear yes. you? She's standing right there, hears that, and then the chick that you have said you want to be with is not the one that stays. I'll st- I would be yes. if I was Brit and I overheard like five of these dudes saying to Caitlin, like I only want to be with you. I came right. here for you. Right. I'm only interested in you. And then Caitlin goes home, and Britt's like, well, fuck you. I'm sending right. you home. That is fucked up. So yeah. that was dumb. Well, you, you, dumb. As a man, and it's Jason. It's uncomfortable to watch, Jason, too. you spend a lot of time cruising Tinder. You know this. Right. You, you need to make a woman feel like she's the only woman in the world. Of course. And you can't hedge your bets. When there's two standing there, you can't say, hey, you're the only woman in the world. But just in case, I'm going to walk over here and right. say hi to this other chick, too. And I have, I have something has come to me, and, I, and Jason, you might be the best to answer this. With the drought we're having in California, is there any concern by the producers that they are going to be held responsible for the constant hosing down of the driveway that they do on that show because it's soaking <laughs> wet for the entire show? Or do you think they're going to get some sort of carbon credit offset for the fact that Tony the Healer hasn't showered since 1981. <laughs> you know what else Tony did? Yeah. He walked up to Brit first, and he gave her this whole speech um, about hoping the universe provides love for him, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. she's like, oh, that's so sweet. So weird. He turned around, walked over to Caitlin, who's like five steps away, yeah. says word for word the exact Yeah, exact they all thing. did that. I want to puck you too. Not all of them, but okay. Who, pretty funny. who else stood out? Um, oh, Josh, the law student slash exotic dancer who takes uh, his shirt yes, off, shows his cheesy yes. tattoos, and rubs the girl's hands all over his shaved. That chest. was hot, uh, Jason. Were, were you taking notes at that point? 
Uh, I've been taking notes the entire time, and, and and this guy obviously has no shot at winning. He was cast as a yeah. a, a spice to throw in here. He'll last right. a couple episodes because he's a male stripper yeah. paying his way through right. law school. Yeah, he's one of those. He's one of those guys, and 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 he's as dumb as a, a box of nails. And uh, but he's going to sure? he's going to last. He's going to last a couple episodes because there's going yeah. to be a part Comically. where he's going yeah. to grind on one of these women. But I will say this about. Um, the the montage not the montage but when they kind of introduce a couple of the guys uh you brought up the guy josh here who's a stripper but there's another josh um it's a josh the welder from idaho um he he gets credit for the night's cheesiest scripted lines that when the producers write these guys scripted lines they should be a little bit less transparent i mean they don't have acting skills but at least do 50 takes and pick Pick the most right. organic one. And this is, ba- this is basically how Josh delivered this line. I'm a welder. Love and welding have a lot in common. The right amount of heat, plenty of fi- friction, two pieces can c- become one. Sparks are going to fly. <laughs> That's so hot. So good. He just thought of that right at that moment, yeah, right? So just off good. the top of his head. So he, he's got no shot. Who, who else, Kate? Um, oh, and like, what's up with the people that arrive with the stupid gimmicks? Like Sean E, his, his job is a stupid gimmick enough. He's an amateur sex coach. He rolls (laughs) up. That's the guy that looks exactly like Steve Sanders. He rolls up in a a hot tub car. Like a, a, yeah, they've employed that before. Full of water. Yeah. So he's wet. Yeah. It's not just a oh, car with sit. a hot tub in the back. Was I snoring uh, at this point? Yeah. It's yeah. a carpool. Carpool. It's a carpool. Oh, carpool. I get it. Yeah. yeah. And Again, with the wasting water. Um, the yes. winner of the night, um, Drunk Ryan. Yes. Right. Another plant. Oh, wasted. Another plant. But, and who apparently yeah. is Nikki from Juan Pablo. She, she won Juan Pablo season. It's her, a guy that she dated. Did, did what? Her did, ex-boyfriend. Did, did this, yeah, did this apparently. Guy, did this guy start drinking out of sheer boredom? Well, well he's drinking Fireball on the rocks, for starters. Right. He lists his 19. job as a junkyard specialist, which is also yeah. bullshit. Um, the trunk. So he, when Shawnee, the sex amateur sex um, coach, rolls up in the carpool, um, this, this guy, Drunk Ryan's, um, he's outside, and he starts yelling out, like, your car, you suck. Yeah, <laughs> from the bushes. I will say this. <laughs> you I, made me laugh. I think Go I, ahead, I think that uh, Colin. You know, I always say that I hate when players and coaches blame the officiating on losses. That's like the low hanging fruit of excuses, and it's it's simple and it's stupid. I will say this: people that say that there are plants on reality TV show, that's kind of a low-hanging fruit, but this might be the most obvious plant obvious. in the history obvious. of reality TV. He, he has yeah, a and, connection and to right. the show. And, and and I, shows I, up and gets I will say this, though. He did a really good job of kind of executing and stirring it He's up because even though he was a plant... being a drunk, being yeah. a drunk tool. Right, and I like, think that very the, good. the douchebags, I don't think, knew it was a plant because they're dumb as ass. They're real and I think he, there were a couple great lines that he delivered. <laughs> One of them... Um, is when the when the guy came up in the in the carpool who he said sucked, and then uh, Ryan M confronted or was confronted by the guy in the carpool, and he's like, "Dude, what was that all about, man? You totally disrespected me." And he's like, "Ryan's like, I don't even care, man. 
by the way, you suck anyways. He just saw the guy to his face. He called, <laughs> like, he, he called the two girls. I don't remember. He called the two like, girls. He said I sucked, and he goes, you still suck. <laughs> yeah. He what called, did he call the two girls, Jason? He called the two girls hoes at, at different points right. during the night. Yeah. He touched Caitlin's ass, which was basically the, the, the way we all knew it was a plant. And yeah. then the best line of the night, another guy confronts him like, why are you JJ. here, dude? Yeah, he's like, you're not here like, for the right reasons. Why are you reasons. taking your clothes off and getting in the pool? <laughs> and this is what Ryan says to him why am i not raping you right now <laughs> it was the best so that, was a, that was a great it's line so fucking inappropriate yeah funny. it backfired on the producers because they had to send him off I yeah feel like they wanted, after that they wanted after to that rape joke harrison um yeah. has him brought escorted outside by a yeah. big, by a big yeah. bouncer dude pretty solid yeah okay who do are there any other front runners we need to know about um this Sean B guy who is thinks he's in love with Brit, love love at first sight. Yeah. Um. Oh, that guy Koopa. C- Cooper. Koopa. 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 K U P A H maybe. Wow. Um. He delivered a great line. He's a total feminist. Yeah. He said, "Brit's more your trophy wife, and Caitlin's more like your wife." <laughs> yeah, that's a real winner. Yes. <laughs> So, but so wasn't Brit's it? Wasn't he? I hope he picks me because I would leave you for him. Yeah, uh, I was going to say he was asked right after that. Which one, so which one do you want? And he said the trophy, didn't he? He, he <laughs> yeah. admitted to wanting the trophy yeah. wife. Yeah, and then the dudes were like, "Good for you." So they all sat around <laughs> so drinking, trying to decide like who they were going to pick. Yeah. End of the show, they have to drop um, a rose in either her, a yes. Caitlin or Britt's box. Yeah, they have to drop a, a they box. have to drop a rose in a box. Um, and then they <laughs> so ended phallic. it with this cliffhanger. Um, yeah. Votes are in. Um, it's obviously going to be Caitlin. I think we can all agree it's going to be Caitlin. Jason, yeah. I haven't read any of the spoilers, so you guys are kind of spoiling for me. Is that what all the blogs think, are saying? Th- and, yeah, and it seemed like from what I wrote a spoiler could, ages ago. From accidentally, what I could stay awake for it. Seemed like most but, of them were into Caitlyn. But I feel like most of them were into Caitlyn. I don't think they're even really trying to keep it a secret. No. Uh, Ed Daly, have you perused any of their bios? Is there anything you want to chime in on about with the Bachelorette premiere? No, I think you guys have it covered. Yeah. Okay. Um, fair enough. Uh, okay, we will look forward to more Bachelorette again. Two part first episode. They're really trying to make us uh, beg or, or they're really trying to wear us down by by stretching it out over two nights, four hours of Bachelorette premiere. It's a little, it's a little too much for me. Yeah. It's hard for me to stay awake for. Uh, it's hard for me to stay awake. Four hours yeah. takes balls. You're demanding yeah. four hours from your, from your viewers right off the like, bat. It's painful. Yeah, and it's we, a lot. we didn't watch it recorded, so I had to watch it. Watch oh, that's it a tough time. live, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're away. Uh, okay. Before we get into the next thing, I realized we have a life coaching email that I did not get to, and uh, let's hit it right now. Uh, it, it begins, life coaching needed. My wife, hashtag hey girl, has put me in a difficult situation to maintain my hashtag current episode status, and I'd like some advice on how to handle this. As a hashtag hetero myself, I often don't know what's going on in the world of Kylie Jenner, The Bachelor slash Bachelorette, or really anything pop culture. However, I do watch uh, TV shows like Mad Men. I tape these shows to watch without any commercial interruptions the way it should be. My wife's work and personal obligations have become barriers for us watching the show in a timely fashion. Since we have to watch it together, we're behind, blah, blah, blah. Point is, is this guy doesn't know what to do because he can't keep up with our show because we spoil the TV show's he watches because he can't watch them on time because of his wife's work schedule. 
uh, Ed Daly, what do you think? You should get a divorce, right? No, I mean that's that's the case with me all the time. Where I the the few shows and there are few at this point right. that I watch with the misses, uh, trying to stay on the same schedule is terrible. It's difficult. It's difficult. So I would advise for just listen to. Uh, I mean, we're never talking about shows in the beginning of the the, right. the first half of the show. Okay. Just listen to that. Yeah, um, but beyond listen that, like, two thirds. Yeah. But if it's like, but if it's, if it's like this, if it's the, the problem is just social media in general, everything gets spoiled. So if it's a show like Mad Men, if you care about that and it's heading into the final week, just watch it on your own. Yeah. I had to just, I had to watch the, normally I watch the East Coast Mad Men, but since I was away, I was in a hotel, I had to wait till the West Coast Mad Men came on three hours later. 10, 10 p.m. Yeah. And it was like almost impossible not to have things spoiled for me just in that well, you, three hour you period. You can't go on Twitter. You can't. At you can't. all. You need to watch things the night of. I was which very... I would suggest. Just, just. I missed uh, Mad Men, or I have watched like a it? night. No, I, a night late, and Kate posted on Instagram or something a picture of Peggy a couple weeks ago. And I was like, all right. So I was just waiting for a scene where Peggy's got a cigarette hanging out of her mouth. Yeah. Uh, with the don't give a shit because like yeah you can't right, you right, can't right. avoid it just yeah. no matter where you look there's some there's yeah. somebody I did post that after that that episode aired though yeah that's well that's that's yeah what you posted yeah. it like oh, the, the night it aired but you yeah. haven't so, seen it right yeah. right uh, uh, yeah I say just watch shows separately in a time just, of DVR and podcasting yeah. I mean these are these are yeah. two. It's very it's con- very program. convenient forums. I mean, and you That's don't right. have to listen to listen to the entire podcast. You listen to portions, and then you yeah. watch your TV shows and <laughs> listen back to the I part mean, that you missed. Well, this, What's the this problem is, here? My this is a bigger issue. The whole podcast. Yeah. As somebody who's in a, a a pretty long relationship, my advice to any new relationships: separate TV schedules. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Have your own DVRs. Uh, okay. Um, that that said. Let's talk about what happened on Mad Men, Kate. Um, I I was very satiated, satisfied with the ending. I I, I agree. I thought I, it was w- one of the my favorite finales I've seen in anything. And I'm going to watch it again, yes. which I never do. Yes, Ed Daly. Uh, overall, I thought they they wrapped up the things that they should wrap up. They gave you some happy endings. I was a little nervous until until the Coke ad. That they were just giving us an annoying ending to Don, it, like yeah. like it was, sort of a Sopranos style ending. Yeah, but it was a perfect ending because he just went back to being the guy he is. It was right. so great. He, well, or he he embraced him his true self. He accepted who he was. Yeah, and right. And but I was ha- I was happy um, that they gave Peggy a happy ending. Uh, that was the least Me believable. Too. That was the least believable uh, ending. You know, in terms of, I, I think she loved Stan, but to be in love with him, I, I wasn't like, getting it. Like but maybe that relationship didn't last, is what you're saying. I, well, yeah. I'm just saying, like it what, that seemed she talked herself into being it in seemed, love with him. It seemed unrealistic because he kind of was, you know, toying with her, teasing with her over the years, and she clearly wasn't interested. It seems weird that like that was actually a hidden feeling, but whatever. I was happy for her to have a happy Brian ending. Brian told me something about that relationship today. Did I? Yeah, about Stan, the actor that plays Stan. Oh, oh. We've been lobbying for um, Yeah, apparently when he was cast, his whole, his, I read today that his whole, 
the whole time he was on the show, he kept lobbying Matt Weiner to have those two characters hook up and fall in love. And Matt Weiner kept saying no. And he was a cool character. Yeah, I liked him. I liked I Stan. Stan so much. And yeah, and when you it should have a spin-off. And we suddenly, think. when the when the scripts came out for the the final episode, it they got together. It was like he had been uh, Matt Weiner had been worn down. Apparently, uh, Jason Stewart, your thoughts? Mad Men final episode. Go. So so many thoughts. Uh, in, in general, I did not like the way the last seven episodes went. I thought it was a little too plotting. I thought they spent a too much time on things that just were not consequential to the ending. Um, so in general, I wasn't pleased with how the last seven episodes went and I had no idea how they were going to wrap up Don Draper in an hour because going into the final episode, I'm like, they got a lot to go here. I don't know what he's doing. He was frustrating me. The way he was going was, I just didn't like what they were doing with this character because the one thing that we love about Don Draper is he was just this kick-ass guy in a boardroom. He was a womanizing, chain-smoking guy that that lived on his own terms and he just didn't take shit from anybody. And in the last seven episodes, he became this vagina that I wasn't rooting for so i'm so glad and in the final and and by the way the way 30 seconds the final 30 seconds the final 30 seconds was great because it it basically said he's back to doing what he's good at what i want to see him doing um i thought it was great the way they did that and that they kind of i mean building up to this point it was kind of cool where uh chronologically and you know in that time period I guess you could very well have, have thought Don Draper came up with that commercial at that time because that's where they were uh, in, in, in the time and space. So that was cool. I will say this. The way uh, Ed kind of summarized the last uh, episode saying there were a few happy endings, I would say that also sums up my week, my usual week on Tinder. Right. Oh, right. There you wow. go. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Was that too yes. subtle? Yes, go Go, Jason. Swipe too subtle. Swipe right on my guy Jay Stu on Tinder. I loved um, the com- phone conversation between oh, Betty that was and great. Don. That was great. Yeah, that was a great. Was great. Scene. I also loved that scene after he hung up um, on Peggy on Peggy and was sitting on the ground like at his rock yes. bottom, like yeah. like just yes. so like a broken man. He was having a nervous breakdown. Yeah. He, and and yeah. this whole season, he's been having a nervous breakdown. Yeah. And this was the culmination of it all. And, and it, yeah, it yes. was great. It was great. Television. Yeah, I, now I, that we know I, it I meant nothing. It now that we know it meant nothing. I really hated that waitress storyline. Yeah. What the hell was that? That's you know what, what I meant by vagina like, right there. If, 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 it, if it led to something, then exactly. at least maybe like if she was somebody from the past, but she ultimately meant nothing. No, she was just it a meant that zero. he was still repeating his old patterns. And he was like, looking. Over he was looking for someone no. else to rescue. Yeah, and yeah. That, which yeah. he had done for seasons already. Yes. Like we didn't yeah. need. I, that. I sort of agree. We we didn't we didn't need as much of it as we got. I feel like they could have wrapped it up in one episode rather than drag it out over several. By the way, the way they All they chose to dress Joan in the last couple episodes. Loved, that bothered loved, you. Did, you. Oh no, no, you I weren't able to it. see her Are titties. No, no, no. Hold on a second. Okay. But I, despite just pure nudity, which I knew they couldn't go, I thought they put her in some great bust exposing tops in I, the last couple episodes. I feel, boyfriend I was feel like I feel like Joan had slimmed down a little bit in the last season. I liked it. He she, said, Dara, your life is undeveloped. What did he say? Like undeveloped real estate yeah, or something? Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Cause he was a, he was a developer. He was a huge. Yeah. Tool. He was, he was on his way. He was going to get way into Coke. Um, I feel like she she got out at the right time. Yeah, that last episode was all about Coke, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Coke, 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 Coke. Yeah, 
totally. The vending machine. Uh, okay. Well, we'll we. I, I like the way Mad Men wrapped up. I feel like that's the that's the consensus. I, I don't like this whole thing that um, Peggy's Peggy's storyline was sort of a rom com ending. I, I feel <laughs> like the I feel like the whole idea of the show and the of the whole theme of the show was that people can be happy and that like a lot like Don was rich as fuck and he was miserable. All of them were. All, All of, them of them got were. super rich off that deal. Pete miserable. Roger miserable, Don miserable because they that the the spoils of their careers hadn't satiated them inside. They had to go somewhere Joan. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joan was rich and Joan she was, was rich as fuck. And she wanted to keep working. She it, wanted yeah. something for herself. She that wanted made her, her feel good. She found her own thing. Yeah. Don found inner peace and Peggy found something outside of her career. We don't know if it lasted or not, but she was able to accept Someone's love and find out we, someone, something besides, something besides work, her job, which yeah. is what Stan said to her. Have That's we even right. brought up Betty, by the way? Betty Draper, I thought, I not, the, not a happy ending for her. I thought, oh, I, thought, I, thought the, I thought the Betty thing was. I thought it was great, though. I really thought that yeah. that conversation with Don and Betty, I thought, was an amazing scene. That was great. Yeah, I, yeah, that was that that, that was a pivotal scene, and I'm I'm glad they gave here. January Jones some meat because right. up until the last two episodes, she'd had nothing to do in in the whole final season. Mm-hmm. You know what? The sad other part, than though, act with Matt Weiner's kid. You know who's given nothing to do is Roger Sterling for the entire half season. That's true. Yeah, that's true. The I wanted, greatest character on that show yeah, had nothing to do. I, agreed. <laughs> he had that great mustache. I wanted to know that people were getting chances to ride on that thing. Maybe some secretaries, right. some Instead, waitresses. He's finally in an age appropriate yeah. relationship. Yeah, that's no fun. <laughs> uh, okay, good job. Uh, I, I realized that I've been remiss as I've forgotten to revisit our million dollar baller battle and and it comes with some input from the fans so let's get to that right now it is the million dollar baller battle okay last week as we all recall we had a big fight between um, the the potential you had to choose for a million dollars. Would you rather do a year in prison? But when you came out of prison, everyone you would get a million dollars, and everyone based on the notoriety of your arrest would know that you were packing mad heat, that you had a big dong. You would come. You would get a million dollars, and the rumor that you had a big dick uh, versus. For a million dollars, would you drink in a glass of disgusting cow milk filled with the shavings of the feet of some old lady in Maryland who tried to poison her family with foot shavings? Uh, Okay, our listeners have weighed in. Ish has weighed in. I'd rather drink a glass of milk with dead foot skin from grandma than getting raped in in the ass in prison for a year. I don't, I don't know that that always happens in prison, Ish, but good job. And then we have this from Wayne in Nashville. This is a pretty good email. He says, I don't remember both options because I would take the year in prison. Unfortunately, I have experience being <laughs> locked up. Most likely a year sentence would be served in, in a local jail, not prison. I've been locked up twice. The one time was for five months. It was in a, quote, 
country jail. I never went outside for the duration of my stay, which sucked, but there was plenty of bud, and yes, some rednecks made booze out of watermelon. Toilet wine. Toilet wine and weed. Can they smell it? The other was for four months in Nashville. They make you, quote, work Monday through Friday. I would leave the jail no later than 6 a.m. and get back around 5 p.m. The place I went was loosely supervised, so my friends would come hang out and bring me food and smokes. (laughs) Hey, guys, what are you doing this weekend? You want to go over to jail where Wayne is and bring some cigs? It's like visiting the zoo animals. Who does that? I would never, Ed, I would never visit you in prison. I'm sorry. I would never visit you. You either. Uh, I only saw one fight because it was a privilege to be at Correctional Work Center. If you screwed up, you had to go to the Criminal Justice Center where they held everyone together. I had to stay there two weeks and it was pretty scary. Keep balling, players. Wayne in Nashville. Wow. Wayne, Wayne will take the Wayne. year in jail. And that, that, like, that seems like a pretty definitive answer. I think. I think we know who our hardest listener is. Absolutely. Hardest steel. I love Wayne in Nashville. Uh, Okay, (laughs) Ed, Ed, what are your thoughts? The the million-dollar baller battle, uh, the the year in prison, plus, and people are leaving this out. The the reason we came to this is because UFC lightweight champion, light heavyweight champion, John Bones Jones, was arrested. And when he was arrested, and it looks like he might do time over this, when he was arrested for hit and run, his car was loaded with Magnum condoms. Covered in Magnums. So what do you mean loaded? Like he had a whole like bunch he- of Magnum condoms in his car. So which led me to do to to two conclusions. One, I'm going to start leaving Magnum condoms around because I've always wanted the rumor of a big dong. So yeah, that, like flower petals for yes. for a princess. Oh, uh, here there was there's Beckner's been here. Here's the here's his big ass uh, big Magnum condoms again. It must have been Beckner that was here. So one, I'm going to start doing that. Two, yeah, he's going to do some time, but everyone's going to know he's got a massive hog. So, I mean, there is some benefit to it. Win-win, you think. Uh, and, and then some versus the foot skin thing, which is so repulsive and disgusting, but it's just one glass. It's just one. No. You suck down that, that. If you hold your nose, you can't Here's, taste it. That's right. You just Here. suck down that. And like milk's gross enough, but this is, this is something. loaded with Maryland grandma, dry, dead, disgusting foot skin. Ed, what, what is the final conclusion? What say you? Re the million dollar baller battle. Regardless, if you hold your noise, as Kate says, um, um, the you can important it up the, afterwards too. The, the important thing is, it's not just one glass because you drink that. And have you ever had hair in your food? Oh Jesus! Yeah, you don't. That does. You don't just get rid of that. Yeah, like yeah, it's just one hair, but yeah. you're thinking about it, and it plagues you forever. Yes. So, and Wayne in Nashville paints. A reasonable Jail's portrait of uh, of jail. Like, yeah. I I I saw Oz, so I I know the. It's a little scary. I I know how scary it can be, and so I understand you're going to have to please the right people to get in there, to get in the right right crew. Right. So you you'd suck a little cock, is what you're saying. But I I would, need gla- I would gladly take it in the keister if I didn't have to taste grandma's foot shavings for the rest of my life. Cause you can't trust a drink. You can't trust a beverage for the rest of your life. Um, you, you eat those foot shavings. I, that, that's a, that's a great point. Uh, not to put you on the spot, Jason Stewart, your thoughts here. Uh, a couple quick thoughts. First of all, um, uh, just to add some history to the show, uh, some depth. I once read where, um, you know how Americans for most of World War II were just the suppliers. They made the supplies, the weapons, and they sent them overseas, right? I guess the Russians right. as kind of a 
manipulative kind of like a mind mind game would make sure that the Americans sent them an overload of massive condoms. Like they wanted the right. Americans to know that all Russians just swung massive cocks. That's a great uh, idea. So that, that the story kind of reminds me of that. The perception is, is much, much better than the actual reality. <laughs> so to your point, I, I, I would like to adopt that too and just carry a bunch of magnums around in case I'm found well, dead no, that's my thing. or arrested. No, Jason, okay, but I, I like that. Got, I like that. So, you got to um, come up with your own thing. And also, but I will send, I will add this wrinkle to that. Um, the benefit of being in prison, have you seen these guys? They are ripped, man. Yeah. All they yeah. have to do is work out. So yeah. you spend a year in prison, you get your body just hard as ever and strong as ever. Yeah. And, and all the other yeah. negative things that we mentioned before, we could deal with that. You have abs like Jesus. Yeah. You, would, you have abs like Jesus. You would have a, you would walk out of prison looking the best you've ever looked and having right. the reputation of a big a penis. Big you're yep. talking about those two combinations on Tinder would just completely destroy. Honestly. Tinder expert, yeah. Jason Stewart. Um, I, I got to agree. Uh, as always, I have the definitive answer on this, and, and, the, and the foot skin is just too repulsive. Uh, Ed is absolutely right. There's just no way you could ever get – it's just one of those things. It's just not worth it. Look at Don Draper. He was miserable. He had all the money in the world. If you had all – if you had a million dollars cash tax-free – but you had to remember every day that you drank some disgusting grandma's foot skin to get that million dollars. You'd never be able to live with yourself. You'd be you dead within a year. Food you'd be too. fine yes, would, thinking about that time or those multiple times you got pegged by a large I, I, I would not, prison. That is that's that's a potential that's a potentiality that I mean, is not necessarily going to happen. That wouldn't play you and at I, all. I like no? first of all, I really, really, I really want that rumor um, desperately. And secondly, Jason Stewart's got a good point. Like I'm really into working out, and I'm not. You know, I, I crush it. I hit it hard. I go about five days a week. I, I lift a lot of weights. I got you know. I won't get into what my deadlift's at right now. Maybe. Six days a week. My squat. I I mean, I hit it. I crush it. Uh, but the point is, and I don't get, I, I don't get all, all of the results that I would like to get because it's just with my diet and everything. It's hard to balance it out. As you're saying, but if I were fitness, fucking locked up in jail and all I could do was sit ups and pull ups all day long, and plus I needed to be fit to keep the big guys off me. Yeah, right. I, I, I'm taking the year. I'm taking the year in the joint. Okay. For for this week's baller battle, and you guys can weigh on in on this at mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com or via voicemail 949-464-TBLS this week. Um, guys, this week we learned that that approximately 0.2% of Americans or a whopping quarter million of us <laughs> are wedded to either their first or second cousin. Oh, That's just no. a fact. This week, we also found out about Jessica Greeny, who's a student at the University of Nottingham, which I believe is in the British Isles somewhere, who Jessica thought she had a mild eye infection only to go to a doctor and find out it was a little more serious when they discovered the presence of a parasite burrowing its way through her eyeball towards her spine. They had to keep her eye open for five days while they irrigated it with antibiotics to kill the parasite. So she couldn't sleep because they had to give her the drops every 10 minutes. Horrendous experience. So the question is begged, guys, for a million dollars, and we'll answer this next week. We'll take your submissions as well. For a million dollars, would you rather be married to your first cousin 
or have a deadly parasite living in your eyeball. And this has to be a full marriage. Full marriage. This, you have to, this no, you, has to be your yeah. first year of marriage kind yes. of thing. Yeah. You have to be married. At like, least at least once a week. Yes. Yeah. You got to have, have sex. Do you have measurements for that first cousin? <laughs> yeah. She can be hot. You can have a hot first cousin. It doesn't matter. That that could be part of your answer. Way, way in, Jason. Uh, okay. We will, we will sort that out next week. Uh, th- that's it for this week. Unless Does anybody have anything they'd like to add? Kate McManus. Um, now I'm still thinking about that parasite. Yes. What about the, what oh. about the whole rumor thing of the, the Magnum condoms and all that? What do you have? Any thoughts on that? Well, it's not a rumor, is it? Yeah, that's right. Good job. Uh, Jason Stewart, special guest, Jason Stewart. Any, any thoughts you'd like to share before we say goodbye? Hey, thanks for having me guys. And, uh, with Bachelorette <laughs> kicking up here, I'm hoping to get a regular invitation. You know, I love breaking down that show. You absolutely will be invited sure. again. Jason Stewart always, always does the deal here on the show. We love having him. And, of course, Ed Daly, co-host of the program, cannot say goodbye without looking to you. Is there anything you would like to add this week, Ed? I got to say we were, we were spectacular this yeah. week. Yeah, we, we got big dongs. We're really doing the deal here on the show. Um, yeah, Good we job, were, us. Yeah, we were excellent. Great job, us. Uh, okay, that is it. For special guest Jason Stewart, for Fancy Sauce, and for Ed Daly, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com, episode 71 in the books. We will see you next week. Bye. Goodbye.